Uh, so we're here today with uh, with Casey. She's been my client for what a year. Yeah. A year now. Just over a year. So um, we're gonna, I guess, just tell you a wee bit about her journey. I think it's very relatable to um to most people, and I think um I've got a couple of things to kind of break down, but feel free to go off in tangents mm-hmm. if you want. So do you want to just start with like an introduction to who you are? Uh, yeah. So, like Spurs said, I'm Casey, been a client for just over a year now. Um, first six months was all about fat loss and then went to a bit of maintenance and then um, got stuck into the gym and had a bit of a kind of... Um, lean phase as well and then we're back to kind of maintenance over the like festive period um but outside of like health and fitness um i am 27 nearly 28 um live at home with my mum and dad work for nhs 24 and just always want to like travel live my best life um and now like very much kind of gym and health and fitness is like my one of my core values mm. wasn't always and we'll go into that mm-hmm. um but yeah always wanting to like go and see other places rather than go out on like nights out and whatever like i would rather go and see things and do things and travel the world and mm. has that changed that since you've like started focusing on like your health and fitness right um no it it changed because the world was closed for a while so i couldn't go anywhere um so it kind of allowed me to like focus in on health and fitness but then when we were allowed to start going places i was straight away um so i've been a few holidays this year already um got more coming up got more planned next year but i've always been into travel like i used to work for disney cruise line so that was Mm -hmm. a whole job of traveling for a whole two years um had to come home because of covid mm-hmm. um and then coming home it made me realize that i wanted to like start kind of getting a grip of what i was doing i was like i can't just start coasting through life i had to kind of be in control of what i was doing mm-hmm. and then it led me to start realising that everything that I was doing, I wasn't enjoying, I wasn't enjoying myself, just was like running away from my problems. As much as I was travelling and having mm-hmm. a, good, a good time, my problems were still home when I came home. Yeah. Um. So then when I had to stay home and I couldn't leave, I was like forced to face my problems. So I guess it was a blessing in disguise and it's made me a better person. But at the time... I was not okay about being home. I wanted to like run away and I couldn't. Um, mm. So it made me do something about it, which I guess is a good thing. Sitting mm. here just now, it was a good thing that yeah. COVID happened. And, yeah, I, yeah, I guess it was, like a, I, as you say, a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. So I guess in terms of like you, when, whenever, whenever you first went, what was the main kind of trigger point where you went, I need to sort this out, do you remember? Like, um why you reached out it got it was a mixture of physical and mental like i knew that i wasn't okay in my head but i didn't understand like that 
physical and mental mental health go hand in hand. I was just like, oh, I'm not okay in my head, but so is everybody, which is not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the way I was feeling was just how everybody felt, so mm-hmm. just didn't Normalized think it, it. Yeah, I didn't think it was such a big problem. But physically, I was I was the biggest I'd ever been, mm-hmm. and because because I always went away traveling, I naturally just lost weight because of the the lifestyle. So being on the ship, you were working twelve hour days mm-hmm. and having like thirty minutes to go from your workstation all the way down to like the crew mess, get your food, and be all the way back up, which is not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So you would throw down little amounts of food. So you just naturally, in an unhealthy way, lost weight because mm-hmm. you were just eating less and moving more, but not yeah. in a healthy way. Yeah. So. Because I kept going away, the weight would come down. But then when I came home, I would just be like, oh, I have all these home comforts. I can do this, mm. I can do that. I can have access. Yeah, I could have access to anything I wanted. Because on the ship, you it was that was that. You got what was in the crew mess and you couldn't be ordered in takeaways or like cooking mm. your own food or going out to restaurants. Yeah. And then when we docked in ports, you would go for like nice lunches and stuff and you weren't caring about what it was because it was a treat you could have land food yeah so then my, the weight would naturally come down land food land food yeah <laughs> the weight would naturally just come off mm-hmm. um the same when i worked at summer camp you would just be constant all day and then you wouldn't get a meal because you would sit down to eat because you're looking after kids something would happen somebody would spill something somebody would need something you would get a chance to eat mm-hmm. so it just naturally happened obviously in very unhealthy ways um so then when I came home and none of that was happening and I was just eating and eating and doing all the treats and doing all the stuff and having like a whole packet the sheer bag of like caramel nibbles I still love them but I was eating a whole pack without even thinking without even breathing like they were going in and that was like oh that's a good dinner to have yeah and then that just kept happening for the whole like lockdowns pretty much and i was like this is the biggest i've ever been and it just started taking a toll do you think when you get to that point it's like you're at a kind of breaking point that something needs to give here yeah i was like i need to do something about this or i'm going the right wrong way about a lot of things yeah (laughs) and it was I think what made me do it was because my body was, like, screaming at me. Like, every single day I had the most horrendous heartburn. Mm. And I, I couldn't leave the house without Gaviscon. Like, I, I was just eating them all throughout the day. Uh. I always had a packet in my pocket. I was buying them constantly. I just felt so You probably normalised that as well. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this happens to uh, everybody, it's I, fine. And the garbage fun, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll have that, I'll be fine. I'll just, just like keep plaster. eating. Yeah, I'll just yeah. keep eating the way I'm eating. It'll be so fine. Um, and then it, it's just something happened one day and I was like, I need to get up. This is not, yeah. I can't keep going like this. I was like, because something, something's going to give out on me. I'm going to give myself a condition a something an illness mm-hmm. and then what am I going to do because mm-hmm. if I could do something about it just now yeah before it gets to the like no going back point uh-huh. um and it was yeah it was kind of about but I was like like 
the October of last year. I was just like the biggest I've ever been. I just felt dead like out of breath all the time mm-hmm. because I worked in like a, not necessarily a physical job at the time, but I was on my feet all day and I was just walking about constantly and yeah, I was getting my steps in, but it was like during work and I just felt so out of breath and like my uniform wasn't fitting me anymore and I just felt horrendous mm-hmm. all day every day would you say it's like a gradual thing you didn't even notice it happening because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people if they for instance there'll be a lot of people that work from home now who didn't used to yes. even that commute going into the office mm-hmm. and being in a different environment where they maybe don't have access to their own cupboards and whatever else so like mm-hmm. it's not just about if someone works in a shift and then comes home yeah like that's very relatable to everyone in terms of like that maybe it's changed circumstances mm-hmm. covid or just got a new job or worked from even me like when I had the gym, I used to get like 30,000 steps in a day. I'd be training with clients, doing classes. Now, I sit at that you desk. You go from your house yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's what, a 10-year walk, 10-year walk. Um, so but yeah, it's the, it's it the change of environment and situations. So you're not, like some people might have had even a walk to the train station to go to the office, but they're mm. not getting that. And it's just the gradual build-up yeah. of doing less. Let's actually talk about that. Walks. I know this sounds like a really boring topic, but it's not. Because uh, I love a walk. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, one of the things I wanted to chat about was, like, some of your struggles um, mm-hmm. when you started. So, yeah. um, in terms of, like, previously, even before you came to the programme, what was your kind of relationship with the gym? There wasn't one. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I was studying, like college and at uni, um, I went sometimes, but I wasn't like in a program or with a PT or a coach or whatever. It was just the knowledge of what I was doing. So I studied sports therapy at uni, so I had a degree of information to like. I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. I can do a squat, do a this, do a that. It will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's kind of the only experience I had. So then joining the programme, there was no relationship with the gym. But in my head, I was like, I need to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I was like, but I don't want to, therefore I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. And I just, it was kind of, it was a bit of a hurdle for a while. Mm -hmm. And it was very much felt like a mountain to climb. Because I was like looking through the resources and like speaking with yourself, and you could like see like maybe like a progression, and you're like, okay, we'll do get like your habits and routines organized, move a bit more, go out a walk, like 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute, and then we'll try a workout. And just even from having one conversation mentioning a workout, there was no plan in place, there was no like what the workout was, there was no gym membership, I was like, I can't do it, mm-hmm. no, and like immediately wrote it off and never even tried, mm-hmm. because I just, it was home workouts, we yeah, were I just didn't actually. want to, I think I done a total of 2.5 home workouts, mm-hmm. and I say a half because it was, <laughs> and, and what, and that was, that was in the first six months, yeah, so month. that was from, yeah, the December until April, two and a half home workouts, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, yeah because i think it's because i have like maybe i don't know 50 50 60 40 split of people that come on board some people are going to the gym and not getting the results because of their diet and their lifestyle Mm -hmm. and maybe they're just farting about in the gym yeah um but others aren't going to the gym 
and they need to fix their, their lifestyle and their habits and stuff. And trying to do all of that at once seems so much. It's, it feels so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you need to, when you're coming in at the beginning, like I can sit here just now and be like, oh no, it's fine, I can do it all at the one time because I don't have to think about it anymore. Like it's concreted in my life. It's mm-hmm. my lifestyle now. So it's just what I do. But see, at the beginning, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. And it's fine to say that this is hard. and But it's not always going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do, you do have to go through the struggles mm-hmm. so that you can get to the other side of it and be able to sit in the place and be like, yeah. no, I now actually very much enjoy my life and I enjoy the walks and the gyms and the workouts and you constantly like look for more as opposed to like hating it that mm. you have to you have to go through the struggles and you have to just kind of grin and bear it to get to the point that you're like no I'm enjoying this now because it's only it's only hard for a wee while and then you'll start to enjoy it and you'll start to see the benefits but it is hard and if you just accept that it's hard and just it's do hard, it but it's, I guess it's hard either way because it was hard waking up and not enjoying and then not, not seeing so any what progression hard would you prefer like a hard with progression or hard without so yeah would you prefer just getting more and more unwell and feeling horrendous and just going right down the wrong path or it be hard for a little while and then you get to the point when you start seeing the change mm. and you're like oh here my clothes feel a wee bit baggier I'm liking myself in the mirror more or you get to the point where you actually can look at yourself in the mirror because mm-hmm. that's what happened to me like I didn't even want to look in mirrors if I never had like full clothes on like all my layers mm-hmm. and then it gradually started to happen and it's again it just happens you don't realize and it mm-hmm. just all of a sudden you're like I'm looking looking a wee bit better mm-hmm. I'm liking what I'm seeing and then once you see that, you're like, this is working, this that, is yeah. good. I want to keep working. I want to keep doing, I want more of what I'm seeing. And yeah. then it gets less and less hard. Yeah, and it gets more and more, almost in a weird way, progressively addic- addictive, like yeah. that feeling. So I guess after that six months, we've done two and a half home workouts yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, and I guess we can speak about this in a wee second, but we'll stick to the workouts just now. Uh, like your shift work and things but mm-hmm. now we're going to the gym how many days a week um so just now we're going two to three but just coming off that 12 week challenge we were doing four workouts a week yeah so we're just cutting it down a wee bit for yeah. maintenance back a wee yeah. bit. so um with that i think i might be wrong but i think mm-hmm. i'm right you asked me to do the workout in the gym so then that was like a huge change between, and I always think that's a really good thing, whether it's home workouts or gym workouts. Yeah. If the client who's apprehensive about starting then asks you to say, I actually want to start, I want to do something. Yeah. Then it's coming from a place of wanting to improve. Yeah. Rather than punishment of themselves. Yeah. Do you know, like you think I have to do this work, workout like, something well, I, bad. I or, want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that call and I was like, I'm at a place now. So it was the April, so all we were doing was walks. I'd done my cousin's wedding as a bridesmaid and I felt unreal. Like I felt amazing. And I was doing it 
for me. And yes, the compliments come like, oh my God, you look great. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, it was for me. And mm. then again, that feeling, I was like, I want more. And I was like, I've gone this far, just walking. Mm-hmm. What can I do with workouts? Yeah. I was like, let's put it in. So I remember the call and I was like, I want to do it, but I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And your, your advice would be like, by the end of like tomorrow or by the next check-in or something within the next seven days, have a membership and be and have been once, whether mm-hmm. it's just go and go on the treadmill mm-hmm. and just find out where stuff is, yeah. find out where the toilets and your things and how you scan in and do your induction, like in the next seven days, do it. And I think I needed like the time pressure mm-hmm. or I wouldn't have done it. I mean, it's the same in life. If I don't have time pressure, I don't yeah, yeah. clean a fan in about but I needed that to be like, go and do it. And then, because I'd thought about it and I was like, oh, I could go to that gym and I could go to that gym and that gym's near my work. And I had like the logistics figured out. I just mm-hmm. wasn't doing it because mm-hmm. I was just here. I was scared. Yeah. But I just needed the the push again. Like it's, I needed to get comfortable being uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I'd got to the point when I was like, no, I can do my walks. I've got my routine. Everything's solid. Yeah. But then we had to, shake it up again yeah. to keep moving yeah because i think that's that's it people get so comfortable and then their progression stalls yep. and then when people's progression stalls they end up feeling a wee bit lost yeah and then standards start to almost go backwards mm-hmm. so then because of that they're like right well what do i do now they need to then get uncomfortable again unfortunately yeah. and it'll probably happen again yep so what have paid a uh, uh, place of maintenance we've been here before but place of maintenance just now over the kind of christmas period mm-hmm. we'll be setting new goals and yep. in the new year and doing doing yeah. things like that so i think for for most people listening to this you probably fall into one of two camps that you think you have to go to the gym mm-hmm. um well maybe three camps but you think you have to go to the gym to to do it which obviously you've proven that you you don't nope. but the gym is a great place to, yep. to go if you can get yourself in there. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's just too much. Yep. And I, I guess the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on was because I have a, quite a lot of clients like that who feel as if, or not even clients, people that are inquiring about signing up or whatever, and they're like, oh, I just can't do the gym. And I think their previous relationship with, whether it's with a challenge or with, yeah. I don't know, slimming one of Weight Watchers, they have to do like everything hit classes, this, 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 and it's like... It's too much. It's too much all at once. Uh, for some people, the stars do align and they're already going to the gym yep. and they can ramp things up. Yeah. Great. But for some people, they're just having to go, like, you know how that yeah. gears system, they're having to just gradually work their way up it. I so when people do, like, the diet clubs and yeah, the, they, like, they go to, like, classes and stuff, it is kind of around working out. And working out is great. It's amazing and you'll get there. But you don't need to do it all at the one time. Mm-hmm. And you're not just here for a six-week whatever or a cut for your holidays. Like, you're going to change your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So do it a little bit at a time. So then you'll get to the point that you can just do it all at the one time and not even think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to gradually build it up and do it wee teeny baby steps. Mm-hmm. so that you can slowly add it together and that it's not overwhelming because when you're making such big changes it is scary mm-hmm. and it is uncomfortable and there's a lot of new things and new is always different and you need to incorporate it in your life and it's not just going to slide in nicely like 
setting habits and new stuff takes time. It's not going to do it overnight. So you need to do it a little bit at a time, especially if you're coming from like my perspective that it's a lot and you're going from like zero, like you've not done, you don't move your body at all. You're not doing any diets or anything. Like if you're already kind of halfway there, like you already go to the gym and you just need help and getting better at it, then mm-hmm. great, keep doing what you're doing. But if you're coming from a very like anxious place and you're uncomfortable in the gym, like the gym's scary. Mm. I still get weary in the gym when like these big stupid, I call them big stupid stinky boys because they're always in my way. <laughs> and they're always, because I go to pure gym and it's, you see some fights and they're always just in the way doing stuff and they have all the dumbbells and all the benches and they do everything. So you just have to pretend like you deserve to be there and pretend like you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So you can just rock up and be like, I'll have this, I need this, I'll do that, I can do this, and just do it. And then you you literally fake it until you feel it. And then you'll walk in one day and you're like, I know what everything is, I know what I'm doing, I can go up and do this workout and not even question myself. Mm -hmm. Like, you just need to do it lots of different times and then you'll get to the point where you're asking for different workouts and you're taking your form videos and doing all that stuff yeah. it's, it does come but little baby steps yeah and I guess I guess with that like routine wise I think um is one thing that we didn't really touch on and I, I know that I wanted to kind of speak about this briefly mm. was the your routine because regardless of whether you go to the gym you go a walk food wise everything it all comes down to like some form of routine yep. the issue with your work is the fact that it's shifts yeah so the pattern changes quite consistently <laughs> so what do, what was what would be your bit of advice and what did you struggle with with that initially and how do you feel as if you've even just slightly overcame that now to mm. not saying that like you've got it all figured yep. out with it but like you kind of know right if i'm doing this i'll do this and if i'm, I'm like so do you want yeah. to kind of um, I would say getting my habits and routines kind of organised and being able to like follow it in my brain was my like biggest struggle. I would say that was like starting off. I would say that was the hardest thing to do. Like, I see. I think I joined the end of November, and then the whole of December into the middle of January. That took me to just figure out my routines around my shifts and I think I was like hard on myself and I was like surely I should be able to do this by now like this is the first step I've not even done the first step yet Mm. and I think that's why I overwhelm myself with I can't even do this and I have to start doing workouts like how long is that going to take but I just kind of leaned into it almost and I think I'd, I'd obviously spoke to you about it and you were like well you do have three different lives like you need to have an early shift routine a back shift routine and a night shift routine Mm -hmm. so you need to figure out three different routines compared to someone whose week is relatively the same nine to five yeah so you've got your monday to friday nine to five and then you've got your weekends so it would be easier to get your kind of sleep routine because you can go to bed at the same time and you can wake up at the same time and you can have the same morning routine 
but when I'm on a run of early shifts, I need to wake up at half five to go to work. So I would struggle to wake up any earlier to like do movement. And then if I'm a back shift, I work until like half midnight, one in the morning. So I can't be getting up to be the 6am club and go to the gym because Mm -hmm. that's not going to be beneficial at all. And then I had to have a night shift routine to be able to go into the night shift, like sleep pattern, and then to be able to come out of it and just be able to put movement and food in there that still worked, that wasn't confusing me to have breakfast at the wrong time and still have your calories. But then are you counting your calories for Thursday night or Friday morning? So there was a lot of different factors to Mm -hmm. incorporate and that was that was the hardest part. Like there was other things that were difficult, but that was the hardest to be able to just figure out what happens when. I done a lot of writing downs and notes and calendars and diaries. And now it is just second nature that I'm like, okay, I'm on an early shift. Yeah. I need da 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 da. Would you say say da, 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 da. that's like the biggest thing? It's definitely been the biggest change that I feel a lot less as if life happens to me now and mm-hmm. uh once you become more like self-aware so like you know how sometimes or potentially when you first started those things would just happen to you so you'd get overwhelmed right i can't start this i can't start that so instead of like going why ask yourself why so like why can't i start this what am i struggling with yeah write it down mm-hmm. make it a real thing yep. and then once you've written it down you go oh i could probably do that yeah i could probably do that mm-hmm. and i think a lot of the time people just and this is what even when people sign up they, they expect just me to go, there you go, there's your plan. Mm-hmm. It's push and pull all the time. Yeah. And it, it always changes because you're always going to come across something like, oh, we didn't expect this, but at least we know this now so yeah. we can deal with this yeah. better. So, yeah, would you say that's one of your biggest things? Is yeah, actually that thinking about a lot. Like, I feel like a bit of my brain was turned on like with this programme because... I'm now so aware of all these smaller things mm. that I just never, ever thought about. And, like, it does become... You have to kind of write down your lists and get organised and do all of that stuff. And then you become aware of the needs that you're going to need for different things. And you just preempt it and get yourself organised. And then... So it means that you're going to be in control of your day so that nothing that's in your control can go kind of wrong life will happen at you like anything could happen something that work there's like a traffic jam something happens with your car but anything that I'm in control of then I've got routines and habits that make sure that it's all like squared away and it's all good to go and I've got everything organized food so that if anything happens all of that is still fine Mm -hmm. so that I would like take all my food with me to work for the whole day like I would have my breakfast lunch like now that I've got the gym involved got like pre-workout my dinner's waiting at home and I would do that for my run of shifts so that I've got the time to focus on movement and sleep and the routines and not having to like run to the shops in between shifts when I'm already been out the house for 14 hours and I have to mm. go to the shop because I don't have any strawberries. Like, yeah. it, I would do all of that when it was my days off 
and to start off with I was very overwhelmed and I was like it's my day off like I need to go to the shops I need to do this and I need to do my meal prep and it's it was like I would stress myself out just because who I am as a person but now that I just do it I still do all the same stuff. I just get less stressed about it because, because I've just done it, it so routine. much. Yeah, because yeah, so, it is just part of my routine. Yeah, and I know I've just got like my staple foods. I don't think mm. about it now, but before I'd be like, right, okay, I need to have this for my breakfast, and I would log it in like my fitness pal to make sure that met my calories and my yeah. my numbers. But now I just know, but it is hard. Like you do need to take a bit more time to figure out your foods and log it and do the best you can like when you're say like night time in your bed log it the night before make sure you've got like all your tupperwares and all your things like it sounds boring but it's the stuff that makes the difference and it's the stuff that you need to kind of lean into if you want like the longer progression Mm -hmm. because it is hard but those things will make your life much easier yeah because i think a lot of the time people want to start something like give me a meal plan and i think you have a a plan of meals in your head Mm -hmm. it's like even just recently i've been on a call with a few clients and it's uh it's actually triggered me to do this you may or may not have seen it i've started like a meal prep menu thing okay and it's basically allowing people to identify their staples and then help them build a kind of thing for different scenarios yeah, versus... Yeah, so they make their own meal plan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but it's like a menu, so it's like, it's on paper and then eventually it's going to be in your head. Yeah. So then you eventually don't need it and yep. it becomes obsolete. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the importance of writing stuff down is oh, kind, yeah, of write kind, it down. kind of what you need. So, like, I think for... If, if you're listening to this and you... You probably do eat, everyone eats similar stuff anyway. Oh, yeah. So whether that's um, a Subway or a Domino's, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's You probably eat similar stuff in different scenarios, mm-hmm. um, whether it's through quickness or whatever. So yeah. have all these different scenarios. Have the scenario where you've not had anything prepped and then, okay, well, what have you got in the house when you've not had an Asda shopping? Or, yeah. Like, you need to have all these different, because it will happen. Like, mm-hmm. life isn't perfect. Life isn't all meal prep. Yeah. So I definitely think having somewhat of a scenario for every even non-ideal scenario makes you feel like you can deal with anything Uh and like that it's hard to think of all the scenarios until the scenario happens Mm -hmm. like when you've not got food in that's quite that could happen to anybody um or you've got you've not took your dinner out the freezer so you go home and you're like i don't have the chicken to make the meal i was going to make so, like, that happens a lot with different things, but you might have, like, specific scenarios that will happen to you that you just don't know until they happen. But when they happen, and they will, don't get all stressed out about it. Just accept it as um, it's a learning opportunity. And now that it's happened, you now know what to do mm. if it happens again. And don't think that you've lost your, like, lost all progression and everything's gone wrong because one meal has went wrong or like your day of meal prep has not went to plan like it's fine it's not the end of the world Mm. if it happens often then you might have to look at what you're doing but like if it happens once then you know and you're like okay so what went wrong there and you can figure out what happened and that's just awareness like it will happen 
with a lot of things in all different aspects like your food your workouts your mindset you just don't know these things until they happen Mm -hmm. but that's like the beauty of working on yourself like you learn all these different things like there's stuff that I learned about me that I would never even have thought was things that you could have learned like if you like you're on the other side of your journey if we'd sat on a call and you were like you're going to learn this 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 and your awareness and all of this stuff and you'll know your anxiety triggers and you'll know your food triggers and your emotional I'd be like how do you even know these things like they just you just figure them out it just yeah. happens and they're mm-hmm. different for everybody mm-hmm. so when you've got scenarios that happen just literally take it on the chin be like it happens it's fine don't bury your head in the don't sand. Bu- yeah don't bury your head in the sand you know what to do the next time it happens if you think it's going to happen if it's something that you can put in the freezer if it's something that can be in the cupboard then buy it was there ever a part of you that when something happens you almost kind of did want to bury your head in the sand and not reach out because you felt mm. god um like yeah i know? think in the in the early days um because even now like even though we're on this podcast and we're talking about like your success and stuff even maybe a matter of weeks ago yeah you would send me a voice note and be like yeah i struggled with this this and this but i've got this i'm doing this 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 to combat mm. it like you've got your like your kind of uh, coping things yeah. or things that get you back into the swing yeah. of things now it's like but you accept that they happen mm-hmm. and they might happen every month yeah but it's just a case of like knowing that and now you've got your coping mechanisms with yeah. it that don't just lie with throwing a dominoes or, yeah. or whatever so <laughs> no that definitely happened in the you would go from like i personally would go from maybe like a bad week and then as time went on you would have a bad few days and then more time would go on mm-hmm. and you would have a bad day and then they would as time went on further they would just happen less and less mm-hmm. but they still happen a hundred percent like even yesterday I never had an ideal day but you just get back up the next day and keep going mm-hmm. and just do what you would normally do and just say yesterday happens is there learning opportunities there like what can I be aware of? Like, what happened? Like, was it from an emotional standpoint? Was it from an anxiety? Like, am I overwhelmed? Why am I overwhelmed? Was it just tiredness? Mm-hmm. But why am I tired? So you just always ask why something happened so that you can have a wee think about what was the issue and see if you can do anything about it because you can control everything that you can control um then do it you can't always control other stuff like if it's been somebody else's reaction or somebody else's issue you, mm-hmm. that's on them mm-hmm. but it's your reaction to whatever's happened so if you've had an issue in work or with your family or had an argument with someone then you may have emotionally ate with it you may have had to go and have a drink or go and do whatever or kind of had like a habit that you're not maybe fond of mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a bad habit because sometimes they need to happen Get like your yeah like there's been days when i'm like i just need to have a pity party i just need to lie here and feel sorry for mm-hmm. myself and be a big negative nancy to just get it out my system mm-hmm. and then tomorrow we'll Aye, get it's back not, to it it's not next week it's not next monday no, no, or no. whatever yeah. tomorrow we get back to it it's the not letting 
that bad day take over you. Like, yeah, it was yeah, it was bad. Okay, accept it. And feel your feelings because if you don't, then that's when it affects the rest of your days. But mm-hmm. if you're sad, mad, mad, sad, all of the above, just feel it. If you want to eat the food, eat the food. Because if that's how you're feeling, then do it, but get back to it the next day. Like, it happened to me multiple times mm-hmm. when I was like, I'm just whatever, sad, overwhelmed, whatever. And it might have been kind of in between like shifts when I'm going from one to the other. And it's like that transition when I'm kind of lack of sleep and I'm in the middle or I've not got maybe the most ideal routine. So it kind of throws off your food and your emotions and hormones and stuff. Um, And I would get to the point where I just want like a pizza or there was one day in work, all I wanted was a Greg's chicken meal baguette and I specifically wanted it and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll have my lunch. I'll have my nice tuna salad. It'll be great. And But I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I just went and got it. And then the craving was done and dusted. And then I just kept going the next day mm-hmm. because that's all I wanted. So I just had it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to. Like, it's all very well and good being consistent and doing all your stuff. But it doesn't always go to plan. Life happens. So you just need to feel your feelings. And if you want to eat the whatever, then do it. But it's getting back to it the next day that is the most important part. Like if you, but if you think, if you have the food or you do the bad habit, if you think that's going to be your undoing and you can't get back to it, then that's something you need to look at and like definitely reach out but if you think that you have trust in yourself and you have enough like willpower to eat the whole bag of caribou nibbles and get up the next morning and get back to it then you can do that we've covered quite a lot um i think the just for anyone wondering that's watching us by the way uh there's these are just here for, <laughs> for sure we've been trying to sort out the mics and stuff but um yeah i guess in terms of like to, to kind of to finish up what would you say advice wise that you would have and this kind of can go hand in hand these two questions but mm-hmm. if they've got different answers either for your previous self like for starting whether it's this the challenge with a, an in-person coach or just starting eating the better or whatever mm-hmm. like someone just wanting to start that's in a bit of a rut right now what would be your I guess bit of advice for them um, I always said to myself that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, and this is going to be my change for my life. So if you're committed, then stay committed, do it right. If you're getting, if it's this program, if it's a coach, if it's a PT, listen to what they're saying. Like all the resources are there, just lean into the program do all the things that you are advised to be doing and make sure that you're communicating every, not every thought that's in your head, but any issue that you're finding, then communicate it because whatever the struggle is or the issue, there's always a way through it rather than just throwing in your towel. Because if you're doing it, then do it 
and it's always it's a just a continuous journey I always feel like I'm like on a bus and if you're getting on the bus you're committed and you're staying on the bus you're not on and off the like the wagon nobody's got a wagon it's 2022 who's got a wagon so if you're staying on the bus you're going you might go full pelt sometimes sometimes you'll slow down Sometimes you need to take a bit of a different direction to navigate hurdles in life and things. But you're staying on the bus, you're committed, you're doing it. Lean into it and communicate everything and anything. I think the hardest part is you've got a choice. So, like, Mm. you know how, so for instance, like, I'm a dad now and there's some days that you're like, oh my God, I just need a break. But you don't get it. You, you you physically can't do it. This wee person's relying on you to feed yeah. them and whatever else. So uh, even when you're finishing, for instance, I finished late the other night and then when I fin- finally finished late, I went to bed and when I me rustling about going to bed, woke Rosie up. So then I'm like, I just I was just closing my eyes there yeah. and she's woke up. You don't have the choice. And I think this is where people need to have these non-negotiables in place and mm-hmm. not give themselves a choice because yeah. the they need to have like a what you would say like a counter vision so like mm-hmm. something that whenever they first start not doing anything is a choice yep and that has consequences as well and i think it's like as you said at the start like choosing your hard realize that this is going to be hard but um like you you're making a choice by not making a choice yeah um, and I think that's the that's the biggest thing. You almost need to give yourself not a choice to not make a change. Yeah, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yeah, I like would say that to people at the start. If you're not happy how you are just now, then you need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this, if you're inquiring, then you've already done the hardest part because you realised that something needs to change and you're already doing something about it. Because you're listening, you're finding out what's happening, you're looking for the help, and now the next stage is just to ask for it, get some information about it, and it's the same with like your mental health as well. Talking and asking for help is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Anything else will be a breeze. Mm-hmm. Once you get, once you decide that you're doing it, that will be the scariest part. Being like, okay, I'm signed up. Here we go. Yeah, it was definitely. I think that's the hardest part for most people is when you sign up for something. It's delayed gratification. So yep. like, you say, I you always use the analogy of like you buy something off ASOS, you'll get it in a couple of days. Whereas this, like we're here a year later, talking about it, and you're mm-hmm. like we're still, we're thriving, but we're we're struggling in some days and yeah. stuff as well. It's just life. Yeah. So I think it's important to just recognise the fact that. You're, and I guess going back to when you first joined, for anyone who is apprehensive, even when you first joined, I didn't have the two things. I didn't have the challenge and the one to one. No. Um, but that initial like investment, would you say that that was like a bit of a rocket up your arse? But would you say that it was very easy to say no to that as well? What the, what got me, kind of to the point of being like, I'm doing this, was like our like consultation call, if you would have it. Um, and I remember like I was in my car 
mm-hmm. I was just like it's so, like speaking to a different person yeah I was like in my car and I was so did not know what was happening and I was like I mean we'll just talk about it probably nothing will come of it and mm-hmm. that will be that and then they're obviously talking through everything and you're like what is it what do you want like what how what, what can I do for you and then we were talking about like the investment side of it and I'm sitting there and I was like oh well can I chance to save up money for like a house for a relationship that I'm now no longer in so that yeah. worked out well and um, saving up money for a house and yeah, I would rather maybe focus on that and I don't know if this is the best time to like invest in myself and you were like okay so say you get the house and you're sad in the house what's the point mm. and I was like yeah, the house isn't fixing what we're doing on this call. Very fair. And it's bringing it back to that constant pursuit of happiness. And you're mm. like, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when. Just be happy the new. Mm-hmm. Just in yourself, be happy. Like, yes, everybody likes nice things and they want the nice things, but that's not your source of happiness. Mm-hmm. You are in complete control of your own happiness. Everything you feel and think and do, you're in complete control of it like how you react to things and behavior and how you perceive yourself and other people in the world you're in complete control of it you're the one that's in control of your brain you can also tell your brain what to think like your brain has like fight or flight and anxieties and all of these things but if you are aware of how you're feeling in your surroundings and everything you do you can tell your brain, you're like, why am I anxious? We don't need to be anxious, let's just calm down. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I do anyway. And that's fine, and it works, because you're just scared of the future. That's what anxiety is. Mm-hmm. So this signing up to the programme, full of anxiety, you'll be absolutely riddled with the fear, but it's good fear. Mm-hmm. And then you just need to lean into it, because it all works out in the end. Like... <laughs> like I am a completely different person like mm. if I had like if I could speak to me last year I would be saying all these things and I probably wouldn't believe it like old yeah. me would not believe a word of it they'd be like I it's very good for you to sit there and your I, nice pictures I, 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 and, at the point you uh-huh, and your transformation and it's all very well and good and I'm like well I was you mm-hmm. and it's hard and it's there's still struggles and I still have struggles but they're just a bit lighter to deal with I won't say they're easier Mm -hmm. they're just lighter and they happen less Mm -hmm. and I don't have a constant fight with like my body physically because we're just all around generally healthier yeah like physically and mentally and that's what if that was my goal I didn't realise that was my goal when we sat on that first call. I just knew that something had to give. Yeah. And then as we kind of started doing the wee baby steps, you start to realise, actually, I want this and I want that. Like, I never had, like, a weight loss number. I just knew I didn't want to be a big, fat, depressed whale because that's <laughs> what I felt like. I just was like, I don't want to be this person anymore. Just help. Mm-hmm. So you might not always have a goal. It might not be mm-hmm. clear from the beginning. Like, I had my cousin's wedding in the April, and I was like, oh, it'll be nice to look half decent in a yeah, dress. but that's not really I wasn't enough. passionate about it yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And that's what was... I was like, I'll go on my walk. That's great. That's lovely. And then I hit that maintenance for a while, 
and then the challenge came around and I was like I still don't really have a goal to push to or whatever and you just said just see what you can do just mm-hmm. in your full year see what you can achieve and I was like okay sounds um and I still wasn't bothered about numbers but we just kind of done it like on average we were like try lose another like 12 to 18 pounds and I was like okay great lost 14 and I was like amazing and then so this is now yeah I would say this is now the like the leanest I've been mm. and like the whole transformation has changed my language as well like I try and speak more positive really about mm-hmm. even negative and bad situations because you can put a positive spin on anything you want yeah, like, like nothing's a mistake or a bad thing everything's a learning opportunity so learn from it yeah like less victimhood it's, it's the hardest part when someone comes and inquires had it even last week someone who'd signed up uh for starting in january and then messaged me to say I can't start. I've got so much on. I've got so much on in January, and I've already challenged them on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to challenge them again on it. I just say no problem. Like that's fine. Yeah. Like, because it needs to come from. You can't be forced into no, doing no. something. You can be challenged on it and go, "Oh, maybe that's a wee light bulb." Yeah. But if that doesn't sit with you and you're still in that kind of victimhood, then you're not ready. Then yeah, you're not. I know, but then that's the hard part because then <laughs> people are ready. They just need to fucking. I don't know. It's hard, but yeah, I, I think it's really for a lot of people. They're going to have for most ninety nine percent people are going to have that apprehension. Yeah, it means they're it. not ready to change for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they just know in society and a culture that they probably are overweight, but if they don't want to change for themselves, mm-hmm. then they're not, like... So if, I, if I'd messaged you, I don't know, let's say three months before you joined nah. and you were still in that, you wouldn't have joined? I'd have been like, mm, it's all right, my mate. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You, there needs to be that point, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, hopefully this has inspired a few people to get to <laughs> that point. Get to that point. <laughs> um, I guess last question was, because we've kind of covered everything apart from probably the most difficult question... <laughs> Because uh, I ask every podcast guest uh, to, to tell me this, and this is probably the hardest part. If you had three meals for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. what would it be? Um, I would do it if I'm like in a deficit, because I, this, I would go okay. pure skewer. Um, so my breakfast would be a scoop of strawberry cream protein powder, and two... 250 like um alpo yogurt and 100 grams of strawberries it's so yummy it's so good i can have it i can prep so is that, it is that all multiple days just next time mm-hmm. yeah so i can prep it like multiple days it's good before the gym i take it to work i can have it and on like night shift as well it's light enough to have like it's just as stunning as <laughs> i have it in all situations mm-hmm. um my lunch time. I can actually check me over again. This <laughs> <laughs> is promise it's not sponsored. Um, and my dinner would be, again like a roast chicken with veg and gravy, mm-hmm, like absolutely like thick gravy, smothered mm-hmm. like carrots, broccoli, parsnips, sweet potato. 
and just thick gravy and it's just such a wholesome dinner and mm. it's that's like low-cal high protein that would be like my my deficit day yeah that, and that for like 1500 calories and like that would be great good <laughs> right well thanks so much for coming on is there anything you wanted to finish on um i think if you're listening and you're struggling just with everything and you want to make a change but you're maybe scared and like this has not made you less scared then try and just look after yourself a bit more when life is so hard like self-care i love it just so self-care isn't just to be clear self-care isn't to go look after yourself go ahead and eat your sorrows no 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 no. so just just to make that clear no it's yeah just to make that clear self-care is healthy Mm self-care whether it's going out a walk or taking the time to like have a nice long bath and actually Mm de-stress just try and find relaxation and calm in your day because life is stressful life is so hard there's so much going on stress can lead to so many unhealthy and medical conditions and they can high blood pressure and all of that stuff so just try and find calm in your day take yourself on a walk or a coffee day or just look after yourself a wee bit more and then if you start realizing that you feel better if you look after yourself then it might just be the stepping stone to go into a program or get a coach or a pt because you'll get that wee bit of mm. nice feeling that you're like mm. I actually like looking after myself and it might just be the action that creates the action mm-hmm. but I am all for self-care look after yourself talk to yourself nicely do all the nice kind things that you would do to your friend a family member do it to yourself because you're the most important person in your life like mm-hmm. you be the main character of your story like you are a side character in everybody else's story so be the main character in yours like romanticize your life do all the nice fun things but make it fun and be grateful for it don't just autopilot through life Mm -hmm. just take a wee minute and look up from your phone your screen whatever just look at the world and be like this is actually quite a good life and then it might lead you on to yeah i mean bigger. positive self-talk is is massive and that is a big change i've noticed um and even like even just put like if you look at maybe the way that you used to speak to yourself and stuff mm. like when you first joined if you'd stayed like that do you think you would be no. here so taking that advice on board anyone who does still and it, it's not going to be an overnight thing but does still speak to themselves that if you've done this you've been bad you've done this you like you shouldn't have done that. Like you're never getting the result if you do that. Um, you have to give yourself a bit of leeway, but then take some action on what's actually happened. So yeah, no, that was really good. Thanks so much. I, I know there's a lot of people that will resonate, whether it's because Hopefully. they work shifts or they don't want to go to the gym and they've got anxiety around that and they still want to get a result. Yeah, they feel as if um they don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. There's a lot to it, and I think. Um, the only thing I've not covered is what is the what's the plan now? Like what's the main plan for next Ooh. year? Um, so for the rest of this year, just sitting at maintenance and just kind of enjoy my life. 
mm-hmm. um, working a lot over kind of the tail end of the year. Um, and then next year we'll go just kind of focus on like strength, probably go through like a bit of a, a gaining phase. I love a phase. Um, <laughs> I like to brand them as well, make they it give a little you bit a, fun. They give you a direction, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so I had like my weight loss phase and I had like maintenance and I had, I would add class that 12 week challenge as my learning phase mm. because as much as I brought down my weight again I learned so much about me and the gym and I researched like my whole like mental menstrual cycle as well mm. like I learned so much so now I'm just sitting at maintenance and I'm going to focus more on my education um, because I'm going I'm at college just now I'm going hopefully back to uni in September so I'm just going to lean into that well, I've got kind of, I guess, downtime from like the gym and deficits and stuff. I'm still obviously have my standards and I'm still going to do workouts. It's just not at the forefront just now. It's still very much a core value. Mm-hmm. But rather than kind of spending most of my days, like maybe two hours in the gym or big walks and meal prepping, I'm going to take more time to like sit and study and do all of those things and do my uni application and spend time volunteering with St Andrew's first aid doing all that training so lots of things to like pad out my like professional development as opposed to personal mm-hmm. um but like the personal development so far has led me on to want more, to do more in my that. life mm-hmm. so that will be kind of the focus just now we'll do a bit of a gaining phase next year to build strength because there'll be a fitness test not for uni, but I'm going. I want to go to uni and do paramedic science. So you obviously need to be in quite good nick to do that. So I want to just see what I can achieve that side of things. Um. So yeah, work on strength, grow a wee bit, and just see what else comes across my path and go from there. Perfect. No, it was good, and it's good to see. You. And I think we'd automatic. We'd said this was like even for like the four or five month mark. Um, is that I want you? You want to see where you're at in a year's time. You yeah. posted it in the group actually because it, it's been mm. just over a year yeah. um, of like your whole journey, and it's good to see that like out walks in the rain and the snow yeah. and <laughs> that sort of stuff. And it was good to see, but um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. And um, I'll maybe post if you're watching this, like maybe some might might even post that video if you don't. Oh yeah, if you don't mind like your kind of yeah yeah but other than that uh thanks for coming on and uh speak to you soon it's been a pleasure cheers <laughs> Bye-bye. right um let's let's hope that this this is the main 